Is your business protected against the threat of malicious litigation and frivolous lawsuits? Are you sinking company profits into marketing campaigns that do nothing to contribute to the growth of your business? Bottled Business Sense provides practical business perspectives that uniquely emphasize both legal and media marketing strategies to protect and ensure the longevity of your business. Now, whether you're trying to provide a startup business with some level of stability or an established business with foolproof asset and estate protection, or simply attempting to get a better return for your business marketing dollars, Bill Bernard and Rick Muscoso will expose potential pitfalls to ensure the security and growth of your business, free from unwanted expense and the threat of litigation. You'll learn how to implement marketing and protection tools equal to those used by today's most successful corporations. Let's join Bill and Rick for today's Bottled Business Sense Show. Good morning, everyone. Today is Tuesday here at 10 a.m. on the Bottled Business Sense Show. I'm Rick Moscoso, one of your co-hosts. I have uh, Bill Bernard on the other side there. I want to welcome all of our regular viewers back to this this channel and this episode today. Uh, Bill has some interesting information that we're going to speak on. Uh, regarding living trust. So yes, before we get into that, uh, let's bring Bill onto the show and welcome. Yes. Uh, good morning, everybody. Um, and uh, just as a, uh, uh, you know, a uh, disclaimer of sorts, uh, I have uh, here in Hawaii about uh, 30 of these white shirts. So if I uh, look like I was wearing this on the last show, uh, that's not the case. (laughs) So uh, we get them cheap over at Walmart and they work just great, especially in this hot weather. Uh, I do, uh, as you know, I practice law in California. I do work over here, but I also uh, have an office in California and that does still exist. So um, we've been taping a lot of shows from Hawaii because I go back and forth a lot. Uh, So with that said, Let's get into today's show without further ado. Uh, we've, we've talked about this subject a lot, but never in this way. Uh, and the title of the show today is uh, Need a Living Trust? Question mark. Do you need one? Here's what you really need to know, because the typical response is, hey, well, let me give you the typical response. Millions of Americans, it sounds like a disease, right, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this catchphrase. Millions of Americans die each year. No, not from a disease. Yes, they do. But they die each year without any type of estate plan in place. And this forces their families into the court system where they experience what? Huge expenses and significant time delays, Huge expenses and significant time delays. What does that translate into? The probate nightmare, which I put on my website, protectyourestate365.com or PI, PYE365.com. Either one of those will get you to the website. 50% of Americans don't even have a will. And I hate wills. But 50% of Americans don't even have a will or any type of estate plan whatsoever. So I thought we'd talk about the reasons to implement an estate plan with a living trust and point out some of the ones you may have heard before, but also point out some important things that people mostly probably, I know they don't, they don't think about some of these other things when mulling over the idea of whether or not they should have an estate plan. 
let's take this one. How about minor children or children that act like minors? <laughs> okay. We're going to get into this in more detail in a minute. Number two, how about children with special needs, physical or mental uh, special needs? Number three, avoid probate. We've talked about that. Number four, if you can believe this, what if you have pets? We're going to get into that a little bit a little in a, in a minute. And number five, what if you want to structure a living trust to handle your own finances while you're alive? This benefits you while you exist, while you're living. And we're going to get into that a little bit. So I'm going to go into those, those items in a little more detail. Um, let's talk about creative provisions for children uh, or people that act like children. You want to provide a carrot for those children or, or grandchildren who are willing to work or earn, earn their inheritance. Perhaps you have a scenario that you want to say, hey, let me, let me see if these kids can earn this. Secondarily, what if um, you don't want them to abuse their trust inheritance? You have some fears that they may be reckless or maybe even make some lazy decisions. Well, guess what? A trust handles that. Here's some of the ways you can do that. And this is, again, why you need a trust. Require your trustee to hold the children's inheritance until they reach the age of 25, 30, or 35. Give it to them in stages, maybe a third at 25, a third at age 30, and the final third uh, of it at age 35. Why give it to them all at once? And this is particularly true if you have problem children or grandchildren that you're concerned about, but it might be just as apropos if you have responsible children. Number two, use a joint trust for minor children until they reach the age of 18 and then split up the trust into individual trusts, which you can do until it's ready to be dispersed at, say, age 25 or 30 or 35 or whatever age you might choose to give it to them at all. You might decide 25, they can have it all or you can split it up like we just discussed. Number three, consider the trustee as being... Um, someone who can give the guardian of your children and if they're minor children you should have a guardian and that's provided for in my in my estate plans specific amounts each month as living costs so maybe they need money for rent or for books school tuition things like that a trust can provide for this stuff and set it up so it's a governing document both while you're alive and while your your deceit your um, beneficiaries are alive what about if you uh, have a problem where you want to place restrictions on the inheritance because one of the beneficiaries has a drug or alcohol problem? That's a big deal, right? You want to either make sure they don't have, they get rid of the problem, uh, hold the funds until they have their life under control. That can all be done within the structure of a living trust. What about another idea? What about using a trust to give your inheritance, to give the inheritance to someone in matching funds? So for every dollar that the child earns during his or her lifetime, you match it with a dollar of, of your estate. Now we're using small numbers here, a dollar, but you can arrange it any way you want. And if your estate is a big estate, well, even a dollar amounts up, right? It, it becomes quite, a, quite the inheritance. What about distributing funds for education as a carrot? Use their GPA. Their grade point average, you reach this grade point average, you get, you get X amount of dollars over this period of time. 
What about distributing funds for a for a for a uh, beneficiary who comes to you with a business plan showing that they are developing a structured business over the course of time or that they already have? Now they've proven to you their responsibility, right? And this may affect the amount or in the manner in which or both you want to distribute some of your estate. These are all important aspects about having a living trust, not just to avoid probate, but it becomes a, a, a money plan to structure your estate in such a way that it will become more beneficial to the more responsible members of your beneficiaries. Now let's talk a little bit about children with special needs. There's, there's not a whole lot to say here. Most people are familiar with this, but a trust can provide uh, money for specific people um, to access both federal and state aid where they have disabilities. This gets a little complicated, but it's called a special needs trust. Most often it's a special needs paragraph that's added into the trust that I do. So if you end up having someone in this circumstance, you can provide them with special needs over the course of time where money is distributed for their well-being. Another use of a living trust, folks. Let's talk briefly, because we've talked about it a lot in the past, about this probate nightmare. You avoid the attorneys, the judges, the courts, and the state from sticking their noses into your affair. Why would you want to Waste, waste all of that. A lot of people maybe are selfish and they say, I don't, I don't care what happens when I die. Uh, I don't know that there's much of anything it can do for people like that. Um, you can talk logic and common sense to them until you're blue in the face and it, and it won't matter. But remember to make sure your trust does its job. What do I mean by that? You better make sure that whatever you put in your trust, whatever assets you put in your trust, they need to be, what's the magic six letter word? Let's see if you can think of it, Rick. I bet you can't. Hmm. No. no your, trust, your trust needs to be funded. You better put the assets in the name of the trust or you can have 10 living trusts. And if your assets aren't inside the trust, you're still going to probate court, okay? Your trust is worthless unless it is funded. I feel like George Carlin there, he used to do a routine where he said, I hate the people that use these quotation marks in the air, you know? What's wrong <laughs> with these two people? Anyway, um, now let's talk a little bit about what you fund your trust with. Real estate, real estate. Business entities, corporations, LLCs. Number three, investment accounts. Now, that can include retirement accounts or IRAs like we talked about on our last show, but I'm talking principally about investment accounts that you have independent of those things that you have with an investment broker. And, of course, life insurance, which we also talked about on our last show. That can or cannot be put in the trust depending on how you want to distribute the income from the life uh, insurance policy. Do you want to make the trust the beneficiary or do you want to make someone else the beneficiary? Let's talk briefly about the last two items and those would be one, uh, pets. I mean, it's hard to believe we're talking about this now, but believe it or not, every year thousands of pets are euthanized when the pet owner dies and no one wants to take the pet. You could set up a trust. It's called a pet trust. Isn't that uh, isn't that creative? 
where you can provide a guardian for the pet, how much that guardian would receive for taking care of the pet, who would be the backup guardian, where do you want your animal buried, if you can believe that. These are all part of a pet trust that you can do. And, and let me tell you, folks, some people are crazy about pets. It's not as odd as you might think. And finally, what about your own health? You can manage finances if you can't seem to handle the pressure as you get older. As people get older, they get worried about how to handle finances. A living trust can be set up to manage your finances for you and pay your bills and make sure you have what it takes to live on depending upon your specific situation. So all of these things are reasons why you need a living trust above and beyond just the typical avoid the probate nightmare, although I'll tell you that is in and of itself a big enough reason to get a living trust. I want to leave you with this, folks. Remember the quality of your estate plan includes a number of ancillary documents that I have in my estate package. I just don't do a living trust for you. These documents are a pour over will, powers of attorney for finances, powers of attorney for health care, an advanced medical directive or living will, uh, burial instructions, a directive for organ donation if you want that, final instructions for health care. Uh, all of these things comprise an estate plan. To get a living trust by itself would be a mistake. The good news is you're going to pay about the same for a living trust as you would for this estate plan, at least when you come to me. So think about it, but don't take too long. Get a living trust and get it for all of the reasons we just spelled out in this show today. I hope that's, I hope that's been helpful to everyone today, Rick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> if you have questions out there in regards to uh, our topic today, uh, please reach out to Bill. Um, He's always available to uh, respond for you, whether it's a phone call or email. Um, you can you can uh, just drop him a line at the contact below this video, and he'll be happy to uh, give you some general information and uh, discuss your particular situation. So uh, reach out to Bill if you have any questions. We're always happy to help. We do we do this. You know, I've said it before many times. We do this for free. Um, because we feel it's important enough to be able to help people. We want to help people. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, everybody is included in this kind of, uh, of, of an education, you might say. Um, we're not here for the upper uh, one-tenth of one percent. You know, we're here to help everybody uh, be successful in their business, in, their, in setting up their estate. And... Um, the other area, of course, I do employment law where I help people, employers and employees, make sure that their rights are uh, are known to them, number one, and also uh, enforced, number two. So, again, we'll look forward to seeing you on our next show. Uh, in the meantime, um, I know Rick brought up on our last show that we're, 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 we're going on five years doing this, and we're very proud of that. If you have any questions, they can always feel free to contact us, and they can find us where, Rick, generally. Yeah, absolutely. But obviously right here on this platform, the bottlebusinesssenseshow.com, uh, there's a number of different links here on the uh, on the site to uh, find us on social media. And you can go directly to Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or LinkedIn and uh, keyword Bottle Business Sense Show, and you will find us there. So uh, fantastic! if you want to take a look at any previous episodes, go to our website. At the bo at bottlebusinesssenseshow.com, and there's a whole host of things 
that we've uh, discussed over the last five years, including uh, some some portions of Living Trust. But um, reach out again, reach out to Bill if you have any questions. Yeah, there's a whole library there, folks. Take advantage of it. So we'll see you next time. Uh, and Rick, thanks again for your help. And uh, I hope everyone has a prosperous week. All right. We'll see you again, folks, on the next episode of the Bottled Business Sense Show. Take care. Bye-bye now. Everybody.